Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Force for Girls podcast. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we're going to be breaking down decisions. 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 Tell us about like, I guess, what about decisions that you love? Because this is a big topic. I don't know if you guys listening realize how big decisions are. Well, we make them every day. Yes. Every single day. We make decisions consciously and unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So how many decisions are estimated that we make a day, Courtney? 20,000. 20,000 a day. And I will say that no one really truly knows because there's no way to really truly measure that number. But it is a high amount of number. But then just the number of conscious decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. We chose to hit that live button just now. Why not? We're choosing to post this episode. We're choosing to talk about decisions. We decided to talk about decisions. Yeah. So it's all decisions, 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 decisions. Yeah. Let's let's start it backwards, I guess. What is the biggest lesson about decisions you've learned and taken to heart? in your life. You got to you got to move. You can't just stay stagnant. You got to move. You got and sometimes I'm really guilty of overthinking it and just like, "Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? What if I make the wrong decision? What if this? What if that?" right? So, analysis paralysis happens to mm-hmm. everybody. And yeah. we might think, "Okay, no, nah, you know what? I'm not going to call it analysis paralysis, but the truth of the matter is, guess what it is? It was guess what it is, Courtney? Analysis paralysis. Correct. <laughs> exactly. We can paint we it with it. all these fancy terms, but you guys. We can't. It's, it is what it is. It's analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. The end. Done, yeah. done, and done. And you mentioned the wonderful Oprah quote that not making a decision is still making a decision. Oh, yes. And that's where I wrote down, I don't know, is still a decision. It is because you're choosing to what? Close your eyes. You're yeah. choosing not to look at anything. You're choosing to be like, what's the monkey? What's the three monkeys? I hear no yeah. evil, see no hear evil. Hear no, see no, speak no. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So you're just like that middle monkey where you got your eyes closed yeah. and you don't want to know anything that's going on around you. You don't really want to open your eyes and see what's going on because you think just because you close your eyes that it's not happening. Right. Unfortunately, we're not superheroes that can pause time. So when we we're in analysis not. paralysis, we the don't have that still moving. <laughs> Exactly. The world is still moving. We're still creating we... something, even if it's not what we want. And guess what? At the end of the day, that's a... Decision. The Webster definition says that a decision is a choice that you make about something after thinking about it, the result of deciding... The psychology dictionary says it's a cognitive process of choosing between two or more alternatives. Ooh, two or more. So that could be 50. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. You know, one thing that it just really probably five years ago, I got this. It's probably taken up until recently for me to really take it home. Right. In my life. But like you, we have all these streams of energy in our life, all of them, you know, all around and When you are sitting there not deciding, you're just letting these trickles go in all different directions. But if you think of like a river and the energy behind it, a river's only going one direction usually, right? (laughs) But in this example, it's going one direction. But all that energy, like that water can cut through anything, the perseverance, the determination, the, you know, 
you name it, that energy behind it is so powerful that you almost force something you want to happen or you call it into action. Even if it's not right away, you're still directing the energy to such a charged and so much momentum behind it that the motivation builds, you know, whereas if I sit here and I'm like, well, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Am I creating space for any of those to form into anything close to what I want? No, Mm -mm. like they're not going to change unless I collapse it into reality, you know? And so here's something, here's a thought there with that analogy, Courtney, if you got so much momentum because you're so solidified and so focused on that decision, what happens when those little beavers in your mind make a dam? Oh, it, you guys, stops you in your tracks. Like, you can't see past it. Correct. Like, Correct. Mm-hmm. But if you got so much momentum going from that decision and you're like, boom. You plow right through it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop you because that <laughs> yeah. momentum is like, like it, it is. just goes through it. So we all have these little beavers in our mind that build these dam- dams, right? All mm-hmm. these these little beavers. What are these little beavers? They're these little thoughts that are like, no, Ricardo, you can't do it. No, mm-hmm. Courtney, you shouldn't do that. It didn't no, work out last Courtney. time. Remember that one time 20 years ago, you tried it for five minutes and it didn't work? Yep. Like, you guys, these yep. little this, voices these little aren't beavers. These little yeah. beavers, they're just they're just there. They're, they have one job. Yep. To build a dam. Yep. And to stop you from moving forward. Which all those thoughts are just a test. Once again, if you give into it, a decision you choose to make, if you give into it, it becomes true, right? You don't ever do what you say. You don't follow through. You aren't consistent. Whereas if you just like hammer through, I mean, it's a choice. You're deciding to believe it. So what about the people who are saying, well, Ricardo, it wasn't my choice, but I had to give up. How you react to things is your choice. Doesn't matter what happened. Now, there are things in life where it's best to stop, like stop here. It's like cut your losses that so we're not going to sit here and act like those things don't happen. But we are honing in on the other 95 percent of your life, you know, that you can't control that how you reacted did play a role in how it turned out. Sorry. Correct. It just does. It just is. Right. It Mm -hmm. just is. And giving up is a decision. Because yep. giving up is like saying, hey, I got this piece of paper here for our audio vi- listeners. Just kind of bear with me. Pick up a piece of paper or pretend that there's a piece of paper in your hand. And if I give up, it just means that I'm going to put the piece of paper down and I'm not even going to consider picking up another piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. done. Yeah. But if you decide, well, you know what? I picked up that piece of paper and it wasn't the right piece of paper that I needed, but I'm going to pick up this other piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You're still moving forward, baby. (laughs) Exactly. Like that's okay. So, well, my biggest lesson that absolutely changed my life from Tony Robbins. So that's a great source on decisions. If you want to keep learning more about this, or if you need to dive deeper on this topic, but know your outcome, be flexible on everything in between. But what does that mean? Right? So you, what we typically do, think of when you're making a to-do list, okay? We typically do it in the opposite way, where we'll make a list of, here's everything I have to get done to get what I want. And it gets so daunting because it's bound to be a long list of stuff you need to hammer through. Long, it, long, it, it is a long, intimidating list. There's a lot of tests in there that you'll want to quit. But if you flip it and do it the opposite way where you know your outcome, but you're willing to pivot and change and be flexible on everything in between, you know, there's 
I was going to say there's more than one way to meet your dream. There's probably thousands of millions of ways to make your dreams come true. But our human brains are so limited and trained and conditioned that we just see one often. And so if that one outcome or that one path isn't going to get us our outcome, we panic. We go into analysis paralysis because maybe something happened you weren't expecting. Well, if you're focusing on this is my plan, I can't just hear from the plan that's going to throw you off. That's going to test you. And it's going to be a really hard time to persevere through that. Whereas if you know, you're going to need to be flexible and pivot and things will not go as planned and expectations are just a test too, because the higher your expectations, more likelihood of stuff happening that you don't expect. That's part of the lesson, you know? So just focus on your outcome, be flexible on everything in between. We definitely do not want to go into fight, flight, or freeze Mm -mm. for sure. That is yeah. not the ideal state. That's not where we want to be. We want to be in a in a state to where we can make decisions quickly and easily. And mm-hmm. if you don't, you need to build enough momentum to get past those dams that those little beavers have built in your head. Mm-hmm. Because that's most likely what the issue is if you're not able to make a decision quickly. Yeah. Is that you're getting stuck in these little past little stories and these little roadblocks that these little beavers, i.e. your thoughts are making that are keeping you from moving forward. And when you can't move forward, you're not going to make a decision because you feel stuck. Mm -hmm. And we got to get beyond that stuck feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I'm speaking of faster decisions. So these, I think truly that's the key. I don't think it's necessary. Well, it is decisions in your life, but the key, and I want to highlight is faster decisions. Like faster decisions will train your brain to eliminate analysis paralysis. Maybe not right away, but eventually that muscle is just on point where you just, you know, making a fast decision get, brings a faster reward, but it, you learn to trust yourself. You learn to trust yourself. And a lot of what's being unsaid here and why we don't make decisions is because we aren't trusting ourselves. So how do you trust yourself? You just got to go and give it your best and see what happens and not quit the next time. Like keep going until we can't tell you what the perfect idea is for to get to your outcome. We, can, we don't know. We're not in your brain with you. But we can tell you that the faster that you go about trying to figure it out, the more clarity is going to come, the more you're going to make concise decisions later because you're more familiar with what builds you up and makes you build that trust in yourself and what makes you feel like you're doing, you know, a bad Something. job in life. Like it's, yeah. 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 And, I, and I will say this, and I'm not trying to be repetitive. I hate being repetitive, but this is, this applies to pretty much everything that we talk about on this podcast is the more that you exercise that decision muscle the easier it gets to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you, it, we're not going to tell you, you're not going to run into some roadblocks because you decide this over here, but you'll figure it out faster. So even if it isn't the exact right path, by actually making a decision and giving it a go, you're going to figure out faster. Is this the right job? Is this the right person? Is this the right place, path? you don't know unless you start on the path and you're like, whoop, this is the opposite direction I need to be going. But if you sit there in the indecision side of it, you'll never know. And okay, that brings another point that somebody, a really profound thing someone taught me once. You won't actually know the other outcome. Like you will never find out in life. Like, oh, what if I would have decided this and married this person instead or done this or, you know, pick that job. You'll never know. You will never know. Why channel that energy into anything 
other than the outcome you want and just stay focused on that, build the momentum on that, you know, you'll never know. So stop with the what if, if it's already a time that's passed, I'm sure there's some gratitude you can find in there, some lessons, some experience you got, you wouldn't have gotten other ways, but don't, don't live in that regret because Mm. that's draining your energy for making decisions. (laughs) Courtney, is it time to revisit Schrodinger's cat? Is this, yes. do we need to revisit this? We do. And I finally learned how to say it right, Schrodinger's cat. Um, but yeah, I did jot that down to talk about because this one, this one was a huge lesson. Would you recap that in one I'll minute? be more than happy to recap this in a minute and a half. Okay. How about this? Okay. <laughs> there so, so there was this scientist. There's, it's a, there's a scientist and this was a real life experiment, but now it's a thought experiment. So, this guy, his name was Schrodinger. He had a box and he would put the cat in the box and the there was a mechanism in there that the cat had a choice to hit this little thing that would he eventually would get poisoned or not poisoned. Mm-hmm. So there was a couple of things in this box. But if the hat cat, if the cat, if the cat hit this little lever by accident or on purpose because he was curious, he would release some poison. And then he would have to decide if he would eat the said poison. Mm. And so the thing, the thought experiment here is without really knowing what the cat is doing because the box is closed, you don't know if the cat is alive or dead. Because he could be alive, he could be dead. There is no way of knowing if he hit the lever or didn't hit the lever. Mm-hmm. So the experiment is, is that in this phase, in this state, the cat is both alive and dead because you don't know where it is. You don't know if it's living or if it's dying. Mm -hmm. And once you open that box, what happens is it reality collapses. Because you'll know immediately if you open the box, if the cat is alive or Dead. dead. And so when it comes to making a decision, you're either right or wrong. Well, let me, hold on, let me back it up. You're right and wrong until you take some action. It's the right decision and the wrong decision until you decide to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So when you make that decision to do something about it and you take some action at that point, reality will collapse. And you will know if it was the right decision or the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. And that's where I love, like my favorite kind of motto to myself is, okay, collapse it into reality. When I'm sitting there like, I don't know, I don't know, collapse it into reality. Like I have a post-it right there with that on it, collapse it into reality. What do you want? What do you need to get there? Go. Not Correct. There's no time for like, oh, but what if, what if, I'll figure that out on the way. I'm willing to. Correct. Because the reality is that it's in both states until you make a decision. So you're right and wrong. You're right right and wrong until you decide to do something and take some action. I.e. the cat is dead and alive until you open the box to see. Mm -hmm. Which we do not condone this experiment at home, you guys. But not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll put a little asterisk in the show notes and be like, we do not condone performing this experiment in real life any longer. Please do not do that. Exactly. But that is the the truth, though. Like, you're right and wrong. 
Mm-hmm. You're moving forward or not moving forward simultaneously until you decide to take some action. Yeah. Because if you don't test your decision, how will you ever know if it's right? You so won't. live in that what if or that I don't know or that hmm, maybe or I'll decide when or I'll think about it tomorrow. Like those type mindsets are red flags to me now. And I've been that person, you guys, and I still kind of am working out of it to be transparent. But the decisions are like the hands down biggest topic that I think has changed my life quickly. To make some progress, to move mm-hmm. forward, to do that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it plays into, you know, we talk a lot about on this show that I'm such a big fan of letting it go, let it go, let it go. That's let why go. if you can actually let it go, like let it, let your energy be directed somewhere else. All of that other clutter falls off. All of that other stress where you can't be grateful because you're so bogged down falls off. You can just, okay, well, I picked this. I'm going to, if it didn't work out, look at all the experience I got. If it did work out, awesome. I'm one or two steps closer and just keep going on that momentum. Trust yes. me, it'll pay off. It will eventually, mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. And even if the payoff is not what you thought it was going to be, guess what that is? It's still a payoff. Yeah. Because exactly. knowing that you're going in the wrong direction is just as good as knowing that you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. It's the ultimate clarify and verify. Your favorite it term, is. right? It clarify is. and you verify. Clarify and verify. We don't know. Decide. Get your butt out there. Okay, Courtney. So okay. let's get to work. Are you ready to get to yes. work here? All right. Always. So for you, for everyone else listening, even for myself, what is a decision that you have been putting off? What is this decision that you have maybe some regret around? Maybe you just don't really know where to even start. Maybe it's not even a priority, but it you know that this decision has to be made sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Sooner than later. But you've just kind of been putting it off because you don't really know what's going on. <clears throat> and you don't really know exactly what to do. So my, qu- my first question for you is, where are your resources? What are the inner resources that you have available to you right now? In other words, what are your skills? What mm-hmm. skills can you bring to the table that would help you make this decision easier? Mm-hmm. Second, what are your outer resources? Do you know someone with the skills that you need that could help you make this decision better? Do you know an expert? Do you know someone in this field, in this area that you could talk to that could help you make a better decision? I love That's that. That's the second thing. You got to take a look at that because you got to look at your inner resources. Am I qualified to make this decision? Do I have the skills and the ability and the knowledge to make this decision wisely? In most cases, we do. We know what we want. We know what we don't want. We know the outcome. We know what we, you know, all that kind of good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But if we don't know, then we have to look at outside sources, outside resources, and Mm -hmm. bring those experts in to make that decision. We're not going to recap three feet from gold, but are you RB Darby decided not to call the expert in? And he missed his gold mine three feet from gold because he was cocky and he thought he knew what he was doing. He thought he knew exactly about fault lines and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And guess what? He didn't. He ended up three feet away from gold, not three feet in it. (laughs) No. So if you got to call some outside resources in, you got to call the experts in, you got to call someone who has more knowledge in this area to help you make this decision. 
do it. Yeah. And can we hit on one little hot button here? Guys, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for advice. There's nothing Nothing. wrong with calling up Ricardo and saying, hey, here's my 30 second commercial. I've been practicing. What do you think? Like you guys, you got to ask the feedback. So there's everything not to get too far on this because I'm about to. But anyway, like there's feedback everywhere. And just you just got to be willing to open and ask. And there is nothing, nothing shameful about asking for help. It does not make you a weak person at all, you know, because back to the circle, the top of the subject, like making a decision quickly or making a decision, period. It's a power move. That's a powerful thing because it you are in charge of your outcome. You are directing it now. You're not sitting back in the back seat, like waiting to see where the car ends up. No, you're driving it. Right. And so asking just oh, I just there's so many people would progress so much farther if they could just have the courage to ask. So. Preach, Courtney. Preach. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Let it all out. Not anything wrong with it. So like if you're sitting there overwhelmed, like, well, I don't know what resources I have. Okay, ask. Okay, well, I don't know what this resource is. Okay, ask. I don't know what that means. Ask. ask. Like, it's not hard. So don't get caught up in that. And trust me, I say this as a totally recovering person who thought everyone would think down on me if I asked for help or if I don't know the first time. Like, People know you're imperfect. They know you're human. People respect that. People have more respect for people that ask for help than people who don't. Because Mm -hmm. that shows that you are capable of tapping into your outer resources. Yeah. Because once you exhaust those inner resources and you don't have the skills, you just don't have the skills. Period. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you can't acquire that skill or that knowledge. It just means that right here in the present moment, you don't have those skills or knowledge. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of things that we used to not have the skills. We used to not brush our teeth. We used to not bathe every day. You know, like somebody had to help us with that. Yeah, there you go. So like you guys, like you have the ability to learn everything. You couldn't walk once. You had to figure out and decide to get up and walk, you know, and look at us now. What's your favorite exercise? I'm sure it's a lot more complicated than walking, right? So just keep going. And and I did want to point out, employers love people who can make decisions. Um, Spouses, partners, like it's a turn on when somebody can decide something, go after it. Uh, every area in your life, like your children, will learn immensely from watching you make quick decisions. Like you're teaching them how to build these skills. So, once again, like it doesn't, it's okay that you're imperfect. Like nobody is truly expecting you to be perfect except for yourself. Yes. So, so back yeah. to this decision that you've been yeah. putting off. We get, we look at our inner resources. We look at our outer resources. We look for help. We look for the expert. We look for people who are subject matter experts that can help you make this decision. For example, if I was going to go buy a new house, I would call a real estate agent, someone that would know stuff mm-hmm. because That's I don't have that knowledge. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, you got to call those experts. You got to call those people in. So right now, what decision can you make that you've been putting off because you don't have the knowledge and you don't want to ask for help? Or what decision have you been putting off because you've been overthinking it? Because these little beavers have been building this dam, what we call overthinking or any other thought that may be hindering from moving forward, i.e. the river. Yeah. What do you have to do to break that dam down? So on the overthinking one, so I'm not going to throw out my example because, yeah, I'm, I'm taking mental note in the journal question in my head. But basically, 
I already know everything I need to do with this decision. Why? Because I've been overanalyzing it and thinking on it for so long instead of just deciding and doing the damn thing. So what decision do you already know what you need to pick? You already have the path. You've already thought this through. You've already like written down notes on the steps. You've already researched things, but you just haven't bit the bullet yet. Because that's mm. kind of where that's hitting home for me is I'm like, that's eye opening. I already know everything I need to do. I've thought about it. I just haven't actually Done decided. It. Decided to do it. Yeah. And let me just get real for one moment. At some point, you're going to have to make the decision. That's just it. <laughs> That's just it. We're being kind of soft here. We're kind of being a little passive, like, hey, you know, make the decision. But here's the reality is that if you don't make the decision at some point, and in most cases, most, not all, but in most cases, the decision will be made for you. Mm, so yeah. do you want someone else to make this decision for you or some other situation to force you to decide or do you want to go ahead and move forward because you have time and the flexibility to make the decision fail make another decision yeah. and I, get it I done want, i want the power i want to know and direct my path i don't want some life occurrence to happen because i put off this thing or put off saving or put off like fill in the blank we all have one right but if Correct. we don't get that done if we don't start building that life's going to come in and test you. Oh, it's, yeah. It's all part of the lesson, you guys, yep. is if we could decide quicker, life wouldn't come in and test us. You know, it's funny how the, your life falls apart or just everything on the outside just seems to not go your way when you're not prepared in life. It's yeah. not funny, but when you prepare, things, a lot tend to happen in your favor. You know, things just happen. Those coincidences, you just meet this person who needs that type of business that you offer, you know? That's because you're taking a proactive approach. That's why these things are coming to you because you decided. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you have to decide, you have to take action or otherwise something or something else, someone else will make that decision for you. And based on my own personal experience and being down this road, I will say that when something or the situation or someone decides for you, you're not going to be happy. You're just not. No. The odds on your happiness plummet. And it's going to be a lot more expensive. I'm not talking about anything uh, <laughs> in particular, but like you don't like make the purchase or you don't fix something when you need to. What's going to happen later on? Okay, your car. Mm. If you're driving around with your car with your check engine light on and you're like, well, later I'll figure it out. Well, blah, blah, blah. It's probably not going to get cheaper to repair whatever it is. Most the laundry, likely let not. It go. And I think that's a good analogy for the I don't know mentality and just staying in that you know paralysis. It is. So. Great episode today, Courtney. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed Really that. great conversation. Make those decisions. Mm -hmm. Build that muscle. Get rid of those objections or thoughts or things that are getting in your way and move forward. Yeah. What can you make? What can you decide to do today? What do and you it need just to takes 20 seconds of courage, you guys. Most That's thing it. in life just takes 20 seconds of courage. So come on. You got 20 seconds in you. Like that's You got this. You can it do it. Simple. You can do it. Mm -hmm. And if not, and you like to make your own decisions or you don't, someone will decide for you, man, there'll be some different consequences around that. Yes. So, yes. All right. Okay. So let's wrap this up today, Courtney. Yes. First of all, big shout out to Hometown Chiropractic in NS Texas for supporting Baskets for Good. Our seventh annual Baskets for Good Thanksgiving delivery is when? November 20th. 2021. And you can yes. check out basketsforgood.com. 
org for more. And we do still need help. We donations. We're a nonprofit, so it is a tax write-off. But volunteers, if you just need an organization that does good that you're curious about getting involved with, let us tell you more. So you can go to basketsforgood.org to learn. Yes. And we're looking for sponsors. We'll be more than happy to give you a shout out on the podcast, on social media, and really put your business out there. And you're making a difference in the community. Yeah. which we totally appreciate. But you know, thinking back, okay, seven years ago, so Jesse and Ricardo made a decision to start this organization. And looking back, like you've helped thousands now. We did at yeah, this point. So you guys, your decisions can bring a lot of ripples of good in the world. So don't be scared to start and try. Have you been put, have, have, do you think people have been putting off waking up in the morning? Yes, Ooh. very much. Yes, Raise your yes. hand if you've fallen in that boat lately. Like, let's be honest, Ricardo. Yeah. Have to read that. So join us for the 6 a.m. morning calls. Yeah. Every Monday Mondays, Mondays and Thursdays. Yes, mm-hmm. at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. For some, mm-hmm. it might be 5. For some, it may be 4. I get that. But for some, it's 7. And for mm-hmm. some, it's 6. Yeah. So make that decision today to surround yourself with a positive tribe for the positive influence and join us for the 6 a.m morning calls and the only cost for that call is you being willing to commit to yourself Boom. so yeah the calls are free but the hustle sold separately so there you go get up and do it thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you visit forestforgrowth.com share this podcast share this episode share the audio version and let us know what you think your feedback is critical because that will help us decide yes on what we do and what we talk about Yes, yes. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in and always remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness. Bye. Thank you.